Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. He's Derek Terry. Uh, Derek, the wait is almost over. We're approaching 24 hours from kickoff, probably by the time some people start listening to this episode. Number one, Georgia. Number 11, Kentucky, Saturday in Athens. A, a big game, big moment for the program that is finally almost here. It is, Sean. I mean, it's uh, been a quick week of work, I would say, for for these guys, but they know the challenge ahead. They know how tough this game is going to be, but they also know uh, how great of an opportunity it is. I mean, you don't get to play number one very often, and uh, especially with as much, you know, on the line as what is in this game. I mean, and and I think every UK fan in their mind, you know, about, oh, I don't know, 20, 30 hours from now, something like that. I mean, you could realistically know – if they're going to be the front runner for the SEC East, you know, if a college football playoff spot is, you know, legitimately going to be in the picture, things like that. I think very exciting things that we've pretty much never been able to talk about with Kentucky football. And how many times this week do you think fans have kind of gone back and forth with the way that they feel about this? Like they're there, maybe there's some confidence at one moment, maybe then they, they <laughs> creep into their mind and they think, man, we're, we're going to get murdered. Or do you think that fans have kind of had that? Because I, I, even us as media, I think that we've gone back and forth and thinking, all right, Kentucky's going to go down there and they're going to have a chance. Or, and then you look at just what Georgia's done, the, the talent differential. Do you think fans have played that game too, a little bit this week in their mind? Oh yeah, I think so. Um, that would be my guess. Uh, like you said, I know I've done that. Um, I said on the episode of Fletcher yesterday, and you know, I felt like initially that 24 and a half, like a very big number. And then the more I thought about it, you know, I could, I could see a scenario where it plays out close to that line. So uh, I, I would say at this point, folks are just ready for it to get here and for, uh, for the game to get cranked up and kicked off and great opportunity. I always love uh, watching the CBS games at three 30. It just gives you that feel of it being a very important game. And uh, UK will get that this season. Might be the only time this year, looking at the schedule, that uh, that they're going to be on CBS. So, uh, great opportunity, I well, would say. You mentioned that line. And I was on an Arkansas radio show yesterday morning, and, and I was talking, and I actually said that I thought the line was too high because I actually think that you could see a scenario play out where neither one of those teams even score the amount that the line is. I mean, we've seen this game last year, 14 to 3, 21 nothing in 2019. Could, could you see that same thing play out, Derek, with the way these defenses have played this year? That this kind of just turns into a time of possession kind of battle and just not turn the ball over. Remember Georgia down there in the rain that year? They finally got that touchdown there yeah. off, of, off a bad punt by Max Duffy. So, like, I could see that playing out too, that this game doesn't even get anyone even get to that 22 or 24 point total. I think Georgia will. I think Georgia will have enough scoring opportunities. I think they'll have enough possessions. I think their defense will put them in a good enough spot to where they'll get to that number. I mean, I put it, I think, 21 is where if it gets above that, I think it's going to be tough for UK to be right there. Um, funny note, I think I think the radio station you're talking about might have – was it like at 740 in the morning? It was. Yeah, I got a DM for that, and I decided that was way too early to get up to talk to people in Arkansas <laughs> about UK football. So uh, – glad you took one for the team there and did that but uh yeah so what's what's the over under in this game ah that's a good question i don't 44 and a half i'd say under on that yeah uh, if we're gonna give our score predictions i'll i guess i'm gonna go looks at the lines down to 21 and a half 
I'm thinking 24 7, 31 7, something like that. Anywhere from 24 to 31. And I think UK's going to have a hard time getting more than one touchdown in this game, to be, to be honest. So that's probably where I'm sitting with this thing. I, I don't think it'll be a total, you know, blowout on the scoreboard, but I think like a lot of these games against Georgia, it'll just feel like a stranglehold. And, uh, to me, it's going to take, you know, Georgia helping them out a little bit. It's going to take special teams making some big plays, and it's going to take UK, you know, making some plays. Honestly, I think it's going to take guys that stepping up that haven't yet this year, and that's a really hard thing to to ask, I think, against a team like this. I'm going to go – I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go Georgia 20, Kentucky 13. I think this is the first time you've picked against the Cats this year. Right? It is the first time I picked against them. And I, I I just feel like I have to because I think Georgia's the best team in the country. I, I do. I think Georgia's going to win the national championship this year. I think they're going to run through uh, the SEC here. I mean, obviously, the, the 20 to 13 win against Kentucky's not running through it, but I meant going undefeated. And we both said that in the preseason that we thought that they would go undefeated. And then this is the year that they get Alabama. I think they're a better team than Alabama. So I, I just picked that this is it for Georgia. Like this is the thing. This is the moment for Kirby. They've got to cash in this year, but I think this is a Kentucky team that's going in there with a lot of confidence. And I think they're going to compete and give themselves a chance. It'll just come down to, can Kentucky make enough plays uh, to win this thing? But I'm going to go 20 to 13. I think it's going to be one of those games, Derek, where we look up in the third quarter and, and you think, all right, Kentucky's got a chance. And then they either cash in or they don't on an opportunity. And then maybe that kind of, solidifies where that game ends but i 20 to 13 will be my final score yeah that'd be a great performance i think from the defense and it sounds like stetson bennett's going to be the qb um i, I just think not having ox and dynamo call is really going to show up this game are, are they um, going to run right at that hole you think yeah i think so yeah i mean you got pasco on the other side who's you know he can make plays he's proven that over the course of his college career i mean he can do more than make plays he's one of the better defensive ends in the whole league. So I think there's no doubt that whoever's going to be playing that position is going to get a heavy dose of, uh, of that. But I mean, another thing too, I think Georgia's depth helps them overcome it, but they are very beaten up. I actually saw, I think Tyreek Smith's actually out for the season too. Another one of their DBs just got hurt in practice. So, uh, you know, I don't, this is not either team at full strength, but week seven in the season, you're, you're not going to expect that. So, um, if it's 20 to 13, Sean, that's what it is. I think people will be, you know, I think folks want to win the game, no doubt, but that would be a, a good showing, I would say, on a national spotlight. And what I don't see this happening, I mean, I'll pick a score that was fairly lopsided, but, you know, that could happen late in the game. It could be 17 7 all the way through the third quarter. I think it was 21 13 against Georgia in 2017, and the final score was like 42 to 13. So it was a probably closer game than what the scoreboard ended up showing. I could see it being similar to that. The only thing I don't see happening is Georgia really putting up a ton of points. I mean, I think 31 is like where I would cap it. If they get into the 40 range, but then they're why, a great team. <laughs> that's why I don't think that they're blowing out Kentucky. Like, I think that for the majority of this game, you're going to look and Kentucky's going to be within a score to 10 points. I just – I feel that way. I think Kentucky's defense is good enough to keep them in it. It's going to come down to does the offense make enough plays? Like, can they get Wandell – for a big play is there someone else on this offense that steps up and makes a big play can they run the football uh, that first drive is going to tell us a lot Derek if Kentucky can line up and move the chains on the ground make some plays then I think you'll see confidence grow if they can't then I think that it just kind of just it's, it smothers you and suffocates you as you go throughout the game 
Yeah, and they've generally been pretty good on first possessions. I think they've scored every time but once. Um, I don't think they've scored against Florida. That was the only time this year they didn't score on their opening drive, if uh, I'm remembering correctly. Um, you ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Let's get into some of these other games, Sean. Decent SEC slate, still some interesting games out here. Um, let's go to noon matchup. So this is actually the CBS game ahead of Kentucky. They got two on Saturday, Auburn at Arkansas, Arkansas, four and a half point favorite. What are you thinking there? Uh, I'll pick Arkansas to win. I will admit that to this point, I've been wrong on Auburn. They they've competed better than I thought they would. I know I put them towards the bottom of the sec West, if not the bottom, I can't remember exactly where I had them. Uh, but but Arkansas, we we saw that game with Ole Miss last week. Uh, they they probably need this win, Derek, to to stay in the top twenty five. I'm going to say that they get it. They're a four and a half point favorite, so I'm going to say Arkansas wins that, but they don't cover. Yeah, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go Arkansas. But and there's some there's some games here too where you look at the lines and I mean there's some top twenty five teams that that are underdogs. I mean, you got number 12, Oklahoma state at Texas, Texas is a four and a, a four point favorite. So 12 versus 25. How do you Coach see that? Of the year, Steve Sarkeesian. No, <laughs> that, Welcome. Was <laughs> that was horrible. Uh, I'm going to go Oklahoma state in that one. I'm going to take Texas. I think I picked Texas one other time this year and they got, no, I picked them against Oklahoma too. And they lost, they were up big. And I think I also took them against, uh, uh arkansas or no i don't i don't remember we're going back too far uh i'm on this sec slate one other game i wanted to talk about real quick uh two other games actually but the first one florida against lsu this is a game that typically is one of the bigger sec matchups of the season but this year florida's you know both these teams already have two sec losses lsu has had a bunch of injuries i think they're down four defensive starters against florida the dog, or sorry, they're not the dogs. The Gators are an eleven and a half point favorite in Baton Rouge. Do you think they? I think they cover that. The way LSU is trending right now with injuries and where the program is with the outside noise around Ed Ogeron and everything, I just I think Florida wins that one. I do think Florida covers. And, and if you're a Kentucky fan, honestly, right now, Derek, I think you want Florida to win. I think you want Florida to can to finish this year pretty solid that way it makes you look better it makes your schedule look better Mm -hmm. especially when you're talking about a Kentucky team let's say that they let's just say that they do lose and they're 11 and 1 when they end the year you want those teams that you beat to be quality football teams you'd like to see Florida push toward push back toward the top 10 by the time the season's over because it helps you out uh this one real quick Alabama at Mississippi State Alabama coming off a loss Mississippi State 
it's actually uh you know alabama's favored by 17 at davis wade stadium does alabama bounce back and cover this this is one i'm looking at because i think it's going to tell us a lot about mississippi state if mississippi state is competitive in this game and keeps it within that 17 then Obviously, I think all eyes will be even bigger on that game at Davis Wade here in a few weeks between Kentucky and Mississippi State. But Nick Saban always finds a way to bounce back. I think that they win this game probably by 24 to 30, honestly, Derek. Yeah, that's what I would think, too. This game, over-under of 83 points. Probably, in my opinion, the second-best matchup in the SEC. In terms of fun, I mean, if you're an offensive-minded fan, this is going to be a better game than Georgia-Kentucky. Ole Miss... Lane Kiffin makes his return to Tennessee. Ole Miss is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Can the Vols pull off a signature win here in the first year of Josh Heupel? They can't. I think that you've seen that offense do what it's done the last couple of weeks. They still haven't played anyone. Like, I, I just don't think that Missouri and South Carolina are very good football teams, especially at this point in the season with Missouri. We know what Missouri's been. Uh, and then same thing with South Carolina. We, we their, their offense was able to get going there in the second half against Tennessee, and we know how bad that offense has been this year. So I'm going to say Ole Miss and – I'm going to say Lane Kiffin back in Knoxville gets a big win. I, I actually think Tennessee loses a streak here for three to four games. Yeah, that's a tough stretch coming up for Tennessee. They got Ole Miss at Alabama, at Kentucky, and then against Georgia at home. Uh, should – should close the season out with uh, wins against South Alabama and Vanderbilt, but I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Ole Miss in a very close game. Are there any uh, other top twenty-five matchups you want to hit on? Uh, let me look here. I don't see. I don't think there is another top twenty-five game. There's, there's one here though that I do want to talk about, and this is where I was getting at where lines with with teams being favored that aren't ranked. So number nineteen BYU at Baylor. Unranked Baylor. Baylor a six-point favorite. I know BYU lost last week. I think Baylor wins this game, too. Yeah, that's an interesting game uh, mid-season like that. Baylor six-point favorite. Yeah, I picked BYU to win big last week uh, against Boise State, and they lost <laughs> by nine. So, yeah, I'm going to fade them and go – I'm going to say Baylor covers. Yeah. And then here's one, number 22, NC State at Boston College. NC State is a three-point favorite. I think Boston College wins, though. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take NC State there. Interesting game, though, four-and-one teams. Um, you see the ACC getting a lot of their non-conference games out of the way early. Four-and-one overall, NC State is, but they've just played one conference game. Actually, both teams are four-and-one, and I've only played one ACC game, so – Boston College has had some tough injuries um, to some pretty key people, so I'm going to take NC State there. How surprised are you that Missouri is a nine-point underdog against Texas a and I, I don't know why I thought that would be like 14 or 15. Maybe worried about a letdown. Uh, you know, A&M wasn't playing sure. great before Alabama. I know Missouri's not been very good at all. But uh, Here's another one, too. I'll, I'll take A&M to win that game, uh, but – Number 18, Arizona State at Utah. The odds are even in that one. So, a big one in the Pac-12. Mm, both teams 2-0, too. Yeah. And they're uh, undefeated. I mean, Arizona State's 3-0 in the Pac-12. I'm going to take Utah at home. That's where I'm going, too. And then one more here in the Big Ten. Number 10, Michigan State at Indiana. Michigan State is a four-and-a-half-point road favorite. What do you think, Derek? Upset, Indiana. 
I, that's where I was going to. I was going upset with that one. I'm making sure that I haven't left one out before we wrap up here. Um, I don't see – well, Nebraska, Minnesota. Nebraska's a four-point road favorite. I don't really know. Oscars. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too, on that one. So that covers the slate of games for this week for our, our pick em part of Kentucky Daily. Derek, I still need to actually chart what our records are because we – I have a feeling I'm probably like 10 below, 10 under 500. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think I've had a good year. No, I haven't. Fade me all the way. Well, I've been telling you I'll fade me every week. Whatever my picks are, you go the opposite direction. Uh, but, Derek, a big game in Athens tomorrow. Number 11, Kentucky. Number one, Georgia. College game day. SEC Nation. All eyes on Athens, Georgia. Not in, just on the, in the SEC race, but in the national – race two for the college football playoff you got two unbeaten teams one of them's one of them's going to fall tomorrow it remains to be seen which one will be we'll be there covering it we'll be there for post game and everything to get it out here for kentucky daily thank you all so much for continuing to listen to this podcast continue to leave us five-star reviews give us feedback uh, be ready for that mailbag post game georgia as always this show is powered by blue wire pods it's also powered by the butcher's pub three locations palmville williamsburg and london kentucky you can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on facebook he's derek terry i'm sean smith we'll catch you next time on kentucky daily <laughs>